This week, I want to talk about a great tune from Matthew Sweet from his album Girlfriend. This is Your Sweet Voice. You know, sometimes you really just want to sit back, relax, listen to an amazingly pretty melody and not have to think about too much. And this song really fits that bill perfectly. The way it just sits back in this pocket, this really mellow kind of a feel, and just hits you with this incredibly gorgeous vocal harmonies throughout the tune. It's just a great way for me to kick off at the end of a week and, and sit back and relax and, and listen to something just beautiful. We start off with these great guitar tones. Matthew Sweet's really always had great sound. Uh, he's kind of this singer-songwriter kind of guy, alt-rock from the 90s. And he really creates this sound. Though. He, he kind of pushes barriers every once in a while and, and almost edges into country a little bit. And the use here of the pedal steel guitar is a great indication of that. So this tune almost has a kind of an old-school country music kind of feel to it, and I really love that. Guitars are really warm. The tone is just super sweet and just comfortable. It feels like a warm blanket. It's just, it just has that slightly distorted electric. He could have easily done this on acoustic guitar and it would have sounded great, but there's something about the overall sound quality of this that I really love. I love that he's using electrics on this and in combination with the pedal steel as well and the really simple strum of those chords and the straightforward kind of percussion on this tune it is really a perfect mix. It really allows the vocals to really shine throughout this track. And then the vocals start, and it's just this incredible harmony going on. He's singing harmony throughout almost this entire song. There's just two lines for the whole song that he sings solo, and we'll get to those in a minute. But really, the song doesn't even have a verse. It's got choruses, and then this slight pre-chorus kind of bridgey thing that comes in between the choruses, and then it's got a real bridge and a guitar solo. But the structure of the song is incredibly straightforward. And these harmonies, when they come in, they're just absolutely gorgeous. They're, they're my favorite kind of harmonies where you're, the lead singer is doing a particular melody, but the harmonies aren't following exactly right on. They're not singing the exact same intervals, you know, third higher or fifth higher. There's lots of notes there that are just kind of held while the other notes are moving around. There's kind of a different motion through them. And it's also, a, there's a whole sense of, it's not really call and answer, it's almost rondo form where... He is singing a line, and then another group of his own voices, is all him overdubbing, kind of repeat that same melody, and they go back and forth. And so there's lots of that action going out throughout the song. It's just, just really beautifully arranged vocals. And that pre-chorus part is just super simple. It's just a nice little modulation, three chords. The main melody of the choruses is just two chords. But then we add that quick, simple three-chord bridge, four measures, and then we're right back into the chorus. If I can close my eyes without a second iteration of the chorus, they changed up the lyrics a little bit. So I guess they're, they are sort of verse-like, but it really is more like a chorus. And so we get a different set of words there, but again, the same sentiment going on. And 
then after that second chorus, we get just the actual bridge, which is the one part where he goes solo on two simple lines where he says, it's as close as I get to love. And it's just so effective because he's singing in harmony this entire song. And so when he brings it down to a solo there and says those lines, he basically is giving you the climax of the song right there. He's The, the, the sentiment sticks out at that moment. It's as close as I get to Then we get this incredible guitar solo. It's just really simple, mellow solo. Nothing fancy at all. He's got kind of a fuzz, old school, kind of 70s fuzzy, warm sound to it. Again, that warmth that's matching all the other guitars on the track. And it's a really beautiful melodic solo that he plays here. And it's it stretches out a little bit and a really nice mix to, to break us up between now and going back into the choruses. love the way the vocals come back in at the end of the solo. They kind of come in a phrase early. And like I said, they're doing this kind of rondo repeating pattern. So they come in almost two measures early there. And then the chorus kicks in officially with yet another iteration of his voices singing that part. And I really love that pattern. And it's just beautiful throughout. The harmonies are so well sung and just so well written. For the ending, we just get a repeat of that one line over and over, the call and answer kind of back and forth with both sets of vocals. And the music kind of drops out and we hear just the vocals on their own. And it's just really, really pretty to end it that way. The arrangement's gorgeous. And we get just a couple, like 20 seconds or so of phonograph record is being left on after the album is over. And it's not even the last track on the album, but it was just an interesting choice, I thought. And that's really all there is to this song. It's super beautiful. It's super sweet. I don't have a whole lot to say beyond that, except that sometimes you're just in the mood for something like this, where you're just not trying to do math in your head. You're not trying to do anything too complicated. And yet there's a lot of musical complexity going on in a song like this, what it takes to write a vocal arrangement like that and to use these pedal steel guitars so effectively and where he's finding the right space to throw them in. And then this really nice solo and the way it's arranged, this is a beautiful couple minutes, perfectly constructed track. And it's just one of those tracks. I don't think it's one of his hits. It's not one of his most famous tracks. And this album was huge for him. Uh, the Girlfriend album wasn't the first album of his that I listened to. Actually, I caught on to Matthew Sweet much later. This album is one of his biggest hits for a reason. It's got some great tracks on it. But this one, for whatever reason, this one always sticks out to me. And when I'm in the mood for Matthew Sweet, this is usually the track I run to. So if you enjoy this, I would definitely recommend the rest of his album, all of his other albums uh, from this era. He's still making albums and they're still really good. I've listened to his most recent one recently and it was also really good. So the guy just puts out great music and he's been doing it for several decades. So good for him. Thanks for tuning in to the Weekly Listen. Subscribe to this show via Apple's iTunes or wherever it is you'd like to get your podcasts. iTunes ratings are always helpful too, and I'd appreciate it if you'd share the show with your friends. Apple Music and Spotify links to today's track can be found in the show notes. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash theweeklylisten and become a patron. Your support will go a long way to helping me keep the show going. Speaking of support, I want to give a shout out to my executive producers on this episode, Alec and Kevin. Thank you. You help make this show possible. If you want to learn more about how you can become an executive producer on this show, go to patreon.com slash theweeklylisten. If you have any comments, suggestions, or you just want to chat with your fellow listeners about the music, you can reach out on micro.blog at theweeklylisten. I encourage everyone to join the conversation. Thanks, and we'll be back next week with more music. Music.